in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of topic uh thunder <laughs> here from the top 10 this is a show where we answer questions from our five dollar and above patrons any questions thoughts or comments they want us to talk about right matt uh that they do they just uh send it in over there we don't know what they are beforehand we read them as they come in and we yeah. react to them so um looking forward to it each and every time because we don't have any clue what the show is going to be about do you start this time or do no, i think i think you start brother man all right. First one comes to us from Tim Williams. Yeah. He says, G'day, blokes. Hope you've eaten something delicious today. All right. I <laughs> uh, said, This one is really for Matt, but John, chime in where you can. Sounds good. Uh, Matt, what are the origins of your fantastic game show? Settle the score. And also, can you give us some insights on how the sausage is made? I've always wondered who comes up with the clues. They're brilliant, cool. in my opinion. I have fun always trying to guess them. If you want to keep the cards close to the chest, that's fine. Can't wait to see John in the show. Maybe a hot mic match. Anyways, you should be very proud, Matt. You have created a fantastic show. Uh, well, we've talked about it on that show before, and we do have John coming up in the relatively near future. I've been on the show a few times. Uh, yes. Timothy. Timothy, so catch up. I've been on the show a few times, so yeah. Uh, what, like three, four times? Yeah. You so got far. my ass handed to me by Dorina, and then with the Geek Buddies, I think twice. Okay. I don't know if there was one before that, but I think that's the only ones. Uh, well, you got another with Doreen yes. coming up. You asked for it. I did. I want a rematch. And uh, I mean, I will not relate to you what Doreen said in the email. It was all disparaging. <laughs> all disparaging. I'm sure. Oh, I'm I, sure. S- I mean, <laughs> reading it. Yeah. You yeah. think the most offensive thing would be hearing it, but actually right, right. seeing someone take the time to type it out. <laughs> That really, it hits home all the time. Have you more. never met a Latina before? They take the time and, to destroy you. <laughs> oh, but she like Latina shamed you in a way? <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. I don't know even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we have that schedule. Look, a, a hot mic is, yeah. is not out of the realm of Oh, yeah, me versus Snyder? That could be fun down the road for sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, anything's possible. But uh, we've, we've talked about it on uh, uh, Settle the Score. So, you know, if you want to hear about the origin or how we uh, do all that stuff, uh, Tim, head over there. But basically, it's, uh, you know, try and think of clues that that point to the movie, but not so overtly. Yeah. And uh, just a little little sneak. Like, you, sometimes you see how great a clue it is afterwards. That's, that's kind of the ideal. And then, uh, but yeah. Uh, but I appreciate the kind words. Thank you. And... Uh, Hopefully you uh, enjoy John's episode coming up in about roughly a month. Yeah, about a month for sure. Um, um, okay. Look, all right, let's let's uh, let's move on. Yeah. All right. Let's go to uh, Fred Tastic three fourteen. Says, "Hey John and Matt, happy to send this question because I'm curious to hear your responses." When the LAFC got Christian uh, got uh, Gareth Bale to sign, I mentioned to my son that Austin FC. By the way, these are football teams. For those of you who don't know, American MLS football teams. 
Uh, I mentioned my son that Austin FC, our team, should send Matthew McConaughey to represent Austin and go after any available European talent to bolster our team since it's huge in Texas and in the Austin community. But my son said McConaughey wasn't a big enough celebrity to persuade any elite players. This evolved into who was the more iconic actor, Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise. Don't ask how, but it did. Uh, Two-parter, which actor would you ask to represent your favorite team, football or basketball, or pursue the best free agent? And who's the more iconic actor, Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise? Thanks for reading this, and have a great day. Fred C., um, Matt, what do you got? Who would you ask to represent? Who would you say, your Bulls or your Bears? Where, where, where is it on Bulls. your ranking? It's Bulls? All right. Yeah. So who would you ask? To represent your Bulls to pursue the best free agency, Durant out there. Well, you want sent in that instance. Yeah, we've seen, or in the 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 world of NBA basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the individuals that have managed to go out and and you know do recruiting trips for teams, Mm -hmm. so -hmm. to speak, Mm -hmm. have been individuals from rap hip-hop music yes so you got your drakes with toronto jay-z with the nets yeah um so i would try and convince chicago's very own kanye (laughs) to go out and proselytize for the bulls the thing is he's not associated with the bulls but you would want somebody from (laughs) chicago so maybe chance the rapper but chance isn't anywhere near the level of celebrity and fame yeah but he's level-headed as opposed to kanye Yes, but I think they'd all prefer to hang out with Kanye oh, over Chance. Think about it. who's going to have the better story. Certainly Kanye. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's who I want to hang out with. It's nothing against Chance. It's just like, yeah, but the the no. potential for something crazy to happen with Kanye. And I don't mean like he's he's mentally unhinged or something. It's just like, right, hey, right. do you want to take my private helicopter? And I, I'm in a luxury yacht demolition derby you want to jump on my yacht and we ram into other yachts and be like well if anybody does that it's kanye yeah no totally you're right about that so that's who i would if i could make if i had my druthers (laughs) uh i don't see that happening right right but in this this perfect world of now if it was the bears that's an interesting one because i i don't know yeah. If there's because the cross section of fans in the NFL is diverse, but the teams are still primarily, yeah, you know, black players. I, what do you think the percentage is? Seventy percent of the league? It's probably more than that. You think so? It's eighty oh, yeah. percent. I can take a look real quick. Uh, but like, yeah. What, what if you had to lure Russell Wilson to Chicago when he was a free agent this past off season? What would, yeah, it's a great question. I don't know if there's somebody like that for them. Because I don't think Kanye, it did, it doesn't, it's not as seamless a transition. Right. Fair enough. Whereas I think Jay-Z would, like say he's a Jets fan or something. Oh. I think it could work there. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it's uh, according to Sports Kita in 2020, which is still two years ago, uh, African-American players or black players are 70% of the NFL. I was right on the money. You were, man. That's kind of shocking. I thought it would be yeah, you a little bit think. higher. I thought it would be near 80. But. Kickers, offensive linemen, tight ends, and quarterbacks. Yeah. Down. Tend to have quite a few white guys in their ranks. 
Yeah, it's yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I can't seem to find concrete numbers for 2022 or 2021. So well, we don't even have final rosters yet. So yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That'd be tough. I mean, because for obviously for me, it's. I guess now at this stage in my life, Liverpool is number one because it used to be the my Redskins when I was growing up. And I don't mean to say it in a derogatory way, but the skins, I guess I should say. That's what they were called. That's what they were called. Yeah. Uh, In the uh, 80s, 90s, 2000s, certainly that was my number one team. But Liverpool's really supplanted them in my life over the last 15 years, maybe. Even though I've been a fan of Liverpool since the 90s. Um, I couldn't really see all the games. And I think we so underperformed all the time that I didn't really feel that they had kind of gotten there. And I think when Jurgen Klopp came over a few years ago, I think I've really kind of solidified my fandom for them. I mean, we just got a Liverpool welcome mat that we ordered from England. And I'm about to get some Liverpool license plate covers for my car. So it's like, that's it's my fucking team, man. So um, to lure a free agent, I mean... Jurgen is such a good – I mean, it's kind of a cheat to use him. Um, and he's becoming very, very well-known in soccer circles, football circles rather. But who I, – I don't know who I would choose. That's such a great question to lure like Holland, who just came over to Man City. <sighs> Maybe Daniel Craig? Because Daniel Craig is such a massive Liverpool fan. He's spoken about it. Oh, um, Yeah. He would be a nice choice. Yeah, yeah, him, Seamus. There are a few other people that are famous. Um, the guy who played um, the antagonist in the in the Irishman, Stephen Graham. Stephen Graham, the guy's in Snatch. He's a big. He's from Liverpool, so he's a massive Liverpool fan. But yeah, certainly Daniel Craig would be the choice. Who apparently, like, he interviewed Klopp and was like so tongue tied. So the, the fandom runs deep, clearly, with him if he was tongue-tied talking to the manager of Liverpool and you're fucking James Bond. So to have him kind of lure, I think, would be really interesting because he's fucking James Bond, you know. So that's my choice. Uh, I didn't have a choice. I didn't have an answer in my head that came to me as we're talking about it. So Yeah. Well, I mean, hence the nature of the show. Yes, right. Good I've point. never thought about what celebrity could go out and <laughs> proselytize on behalf of my favorite team. You don't think Dick? I, you know what I think? If Walter Payton was still around, Payton would be a great choice. Yeah, but he's not. So no, he's not. Dick uh, is not your choice. Nah, because I don't think the young players like would give a shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no Chicago Bull. You, I mean, maybe Jordan. Would Jordan be someone you'd be willing to Jordan, go and? Even Jordan wouldn't do it. Owner, he wouldn't do it. We also have to come up with like at least I think you could talk Kanye into it, like on some <laughs> level. Jordan, there's never a chance in a million years. He's got his Charlotte team. And, yeah, no way. That'd be that's tampering, right? Uh, but not even if you want to say for the Bears, why wouldn't he just do it for a team? Of, oh yeah, right. More in his, his locality. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. You know, do it for the Panthers. Hey, Harrison Ford's from Chicago. Bill Murray. Why don't you send Bill Murray? Do you think Bill Murray would be able to? If we had a professional golf team, Bill Murray would be my number one choice. <laughs> I would actually pay him to be the mascot of the team. Like if we could just use his likeness. What about Oprah? Oprah's from Chicago. Yeah, but this isn't 20 years ago. Hey, oh, wow. You're saying Oprah's, uh, her, her reach isn't as strong as it used to be. Not even close. Wow. 
Think about it. There was a time where Oprah could swing. She could she could have swung an election. Oh, yeah. No, you're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent right. And I just that's not the case. anymore. And she might have if you, you know, look at the Barack Obama situation. He, Quite she possibly. Swung it. Yeah. And I didn't say but just like anybody that came on the show instantly. They're number one on the New York Times bestseller list. Whatever, yeah. whatever product she says is her favorite of the year. Yeah. Sales, you know, quintupled. Whether they wrote it or not. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, she just had the Midas touch. She I think did. those days are long since gone. I don't disagree with you. I think Kelly Clarkson has kind of taken that kind of mantle now. Not that she's got the reach that Oprah does, but certainly that daytime thing. Yeah, I'm looking at all your people. Yeah, I feel like Kanye is, yeah, you might be right on this. Because, everyone. I mean, Soldier Boy is not going to get you the right yeah. person, I don't think. He's and, Chicago? I thought he was St. Louis. I don't know. He's listed here under Chicago. Huh. Harrison Ford is Chicago. Do you think Harrison Ford? No one associates him with Chicago. <laughs> I've never heard him say anything about Chicago. Think how long he's been in our lives. This is news to me that he's from Chicago. I know that he was. Uh, oh, shit. Yes. Go ahead. Who was it? He was born in Chicago, Illinois, man. Yeah, but after how long did he live there? No one associates with him with Chicago. He was born in the Swedish Covenant Hospital in Chicago, Illinois. Um, um yeah, damn he, it, I can't remember who it was. It was a, I think it was a musician, and they went to see, yeah, an early Harrison Ford film, either, yeah, uh, Star Wars or something before he was Harrison Ford. Okay, but something that launched him. They were watching them like, oh, my God, that's my weed dealer. <laughs> like, I know that about Harrison Ford, which is a half <laughs> of a story. I didn't know he was from Chicago. Yeah. I think he tells that story, too, now, because, I mean, no one's going to come after him for selling yeah. weed back. It's in like the, the Cameron Diaz Snoop Dogg story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. The statute of limitations has long since, you know, expired. Uh, uh, yeah, man. But yeah, because otherwise you're getting into the it's either somebody from Second City yeah. or one of the Cusacks, like an actor that, but it's that going to draw on some 23 year old NFL free agent. Fuck. No, no. Look, he didn't. Um, he was still in Chicago into his twenties, man. Although right. he did attend rip on college in Wisconsin and rip on Wisconsin. Still but news to me. He went to Maine East high school in park Ridge, Illinois. And he was, he was the first student voice broadcast on his high school's new new radio station, WMTH. So there you go. Something you know. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, Mr. Ford. Yeah, I don't know if he ever comes back. Like, does he ever? I've never heard him talk about Chicago in any never. way, shape, or form. He's been doing interviews for 45 years. I've never heard that mentioned ever. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Uh, and by yeah him flying planes i've heard 50 anecdotes oh of course sure sure and you know anything else chicago's own harrison Ford. don't say that don't say i'm not chicago's own oh yeah i'm I an just, LA I boy i don't have the association but <laughs> yeah i think the bears is a tough one i guess you could try kanye there but i think that's <sighs> more seamless for nba yeah let's get just because we've seen it work there yeah so i don't know Okay. Um, all right. So the second part of the question, Fred, is a more iconic actor, Tom Hanks or Tom Cruise? Ooh, 
This is a tough question, especially with, I mean, I, I think it might've gone, well, no, I think it still would be tough because Tom, Tom Cruise, like there's a legacy with Tom Cruise with Tom Hanks. He's still doing his thing in multiple arenas, you know, producing, directing, acting. He's a pundit every once in a while on documentaries coming out and talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cruz now with this film, with Top Gun Maverick, like breaking all kinds of uh, ceilings, breaking through all kinds of ceilings as a domestic film, like it is up to number five or six ever, ever. Yeah, it took over an Infinity War. Yeah, it went past Infinity War. So that's kind of, it's closing in on Black Panther. That's kind of crazy to think that this film would do that all these years later, this sequel. So. Yeah, um, so it's tough, Matt. What? Where do you lean, Hanks or Cruz? Most more iconic actor, iconic. I think I would more so lean towards Hanks. Okay, because I think he's aptly been described as our generation's Jimmy Stewart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's correct, and. The high water marks, like he's he played numerous different types of characters, yes, and been very successful at them, yes. So to bring this wealth and diversity of project and uh, characters to life, I think resonates with me a little bit more. Whereas Cruz is, if he's not, if the character doesn't run in the film, I don't think the film is going to stick with me. Yeah, you know what I mean. If it's not an action film, then I don't know that there's much in Cruz's canon that impacts me the way that Hanks does in the various ways that Hanks does. Yeah, I mean, Cruz has some amazing action films. Sure, but it's like you're really successful at one genre, yeah. varying degrees within that genre. It runs the scope from Top Gun Maverick to Collateral. Right. You know, right. they're not the same action film. They're different degrees of action film. Yeah. Uh, some are more thriller and, and psychological and, and collateral. Like you still yep. have the current killing and all that, but the impose or the threat is scarier than the actual violence. Yeah. Um, whereas Hanks has played, you know, the from big to uh, Philadelphia to like his version of Geppetto looks interesting coming yeah. out. Yeah. The and I'm intrigued by it. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be the first live action Disney I see. I don't know. I don't Ooh. know. I did see that. Yes, me on Tuesday show. If I saw the Andor trailer, I did not, yeah. but I saw the Pinocchio one because it popped up on Twitter and it was kind of hard to. It was just right there as soon as I opened the yeah. app. So I was like, I'll watch it. Uh, but it looks interesting. I still sure. think Del Toro's is slightly more intriguing to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think I'm a Hanks guy and you're a Cruise guy. I am. I And I'll say this because I, mean, I was looking up the definition because I mean, I recently presented the icon award to uh, Giancarlo Esposito. So uh, I know a thing or two about icons, but no, I mean, just looking at this thing, uh, the definition I used at the beginning to describe what an icon is, is a person or thing that is revered or idolized uh, and is a representative of the best in its business. And so for me, you're talking about revered or idolized. Uh, and I feel like Tom Cruise is in that is fits that definition more than Tom Hanks. I don't know many people that idolize Tom Hanks. I do know many people that would revere Tom Hanks and certainly appreciate Tom Hanks. But 
when you're talking about icon, I feel like idol has to be a part of that icon situation when we're talking about two actors, right? It's not like Einstein or Einstein's an icon, right? But like with Hanks and Cruz, it has to be, are you, are you like, what is iconic? And so for me, I think Cruz has done more to make himself iconic and to sustain being a superstar in films for four or five decades. And that is unheard of. None of his 1980s contemporaries are doing that. And no, you can't say Harrison Ford because he's a 1970s guy with Star Wars and stuff. So to me, this is what Tom, not even still, Stallone's having to go to Prime Video for his most latest film. You know, none of the 1980s, Schwarzenegger's not doing anymore. Jean-Claude, Steven Seagal, you know, Gibson has gone by the wayside. Keanu didn't come in until his, until the 1990s. So really Tom is the one that's still um, putting butts in seats. And even with this film, as I said, breaking through the ceilings on the domestic side of things um, and surprising the world with a film like this. Um, plus he bounced back from being essentially ostracized from Hollywood. Somehow he has convinced millions upon millions of people, hundreds of millions of people to kind of ignore that he's a Scientologist, which we've seen numerous documentaries on that show you how chilling and unsettling that organization is. And yet people just don't think about it. Like Elizabeth Moss, they don't really think about it with her. Um, they focus more on what she's doing as an actress and what Tom's doing as an actor in their films. And he's very singularly that. You don't hear about a Tom Cruise production. You don't hear about Tom Cruise directing. You only hear about Tom Cruise acting and the parts he's picking and the roles he's taking on. Yeah, I think, though, ultimately, that's where in 20 years, yeah, because he only does action, well, how much longer can he do this? Whereas mm. Tom Hanks is Paul Newman. He can put out his verdict. He can mm -hmm. put out his... It doesn't matter how old he gets. He can still churn out products and still stay in the public eye. Yeah. Regardless of his ability to pull off an action character. Yeah, well, it's ironic, right? Because he is in Elvis, which was also uh, a film that like a lot of people enjoyed, did way better than people anticipated. And yeah, he's taken some guff for his portrayal, uh, but he is still a really good antagonist in that movie. Whether what your issues with his makeup or his accent or whatever, he is an unsettling asshole in that film. So he he's effective at doing that. And that's a rarity for Tom Hanks to be a villain in a movie. And he yeah. does a great job with it. You know, in my opinion, he does a great job with it. So you could argue, you're absolutely Matt, right, man. You could argue that, but we don't know if Tom, Tom has that gear. We've seen it born of the full July. We've seen it in Magnolia. He has that gear. And even in Top Gun Maverick, he showed a real vulnerability, a real emotional journey and arc for that character. And you yeah, felt just every beat of his emotional story throughout the movie. True, which is whenever he decides to do a project that is Oscar bait. Yeah. We never buy into it fully. He never gets the accolades. Yeah. Look, I think we can keep well, going. We got to take a We bought Magnolia. We got to take a break. Oh, real quick. Sorry. Let's take a break. Well, it's just we're at 23 now, so. All right, let's take a break now. Yeah. We'll be back with this discussion right after this. So, Matt, you were saying. I just. That you think Tom Cruise is a shit actor is what you're trying to say. No. <laughs> I mean. I'm not saying not he's a, a shit actor. Joke. I'm saying when he gets himself into these projects that 
you would think the the buzz is, hey, this could be up for Oscar. It's a dicey proposition as to whether or not we all agree with that assessment. Whereas Hanks, I, I'll buy on buy in. If if the early buzz is Hanks could be in for Oscar consideration, you're already saying yeah because he's won before. We've seen him get to that level numerous times. And whereas with Cruz. Well, it could be a lines for lamb situation. Well, Hanks that has never had Oscar buzz before it was released. Yeah. My and counter is that Hanks has never carried a franchise. Hanks has never Toy Story. A, oh, come on. That's but that's he's not, not a franchise. He's not an actor that well, that's what I'm saying. If you're saying you're gonna say Tom Cruise is limited because he can't do this, then you have to apply the same logic to Tom Hanks. He's limited because he can't do this. And I, I don't know that he's ever tried to do that. When has well, he ever I mean, signed on for a project a going bit. this could turn into whereas right. like Cruz's next of his three next ventures, one is one he hopes turns into a franchise full on. Yeah. Before he's they've put pen to paper, the idea in and of itself between him and his producing partner is we want to turn this into a franchise. Right. Tom Hanks, I don't believe, looks at the cinematic world no, that way. I agree. You're not yeah. wrong. You're not wrong. If it's gonna be a franchise, he'll turn it into a TV show and he won't cast himself and just EP it from the Earth to the Moon or Band of Brothers. Right, 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 right. So I think that's just a different philosophies when they come to how they choose projects. Mm. You're saying Tom Cruise is limited because when he tries to do these kinds of things, it's a uh, I'm waiting for results. it. Where's the twist? Oh, okay. Results. Yeah. I, but Oscar Tom, caliber. Yes. But when he sets out to do big action franchise, yeah, well, yeah, he can yeah. usually pick one like, you know, uh, Edge of Tomorrow, they're coming out with another one. Yeah, they that are. one does relatively well. You got another franchise on your hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's good. There, there could be some some iconic status of that of, well, right. if he creates his own, as opposed to taking a pre-existing property in Mission Impossible, but yeah. now with Top Gun, I don't know if we can go back to Top Gun a third time. I don't think he can come back to Top Gun a third time, but I think Top Gun can move on. Yeah, the way the character is set up, just yes. like this really feels like this is the last run for Pete. Yeah, exactly. He is he has closed the circle. Yeah. You know? Maybe he's uh, there for a scene or two as kind of guidance or counsel, but not the main situation. Yeah, you're right, because Jack Reacher, he tried to turn that into a franchise. Certainly the Mummy was supposed to launch the Dark Universe. Supposed to. I don't I don't blame him for that. No, but. no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the way he what you're saying to give a little more lot a little more uh, credence to what you're saying, he does approach these things thinking about how he can turn them into franchises. It's not Yeah. He stays know. in the public eye by having big box office movies. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Hank stays in the public eye by putting out Oscar caliber or at least in the discussion of whether or not yeah. the job he did is Oscar worthy. But I you know, but I might counter and say, well, I would counter and say, uh, Cruz has the harder job to, because people, yeah. Hanks has never fallen out of favor. You, you may not like his movies or he's not maybe consistently making them like he used to. But whenever people say Tom Hanks, there's a genuine feeling of warmth about it. True. Whereas Tom has taken more chances, I think, with trying to do things outside the box that people and he himself constructed for him. You know, he's at least pushed past that. And I think Tom is built to take on these roles that demand a little bit more from you for sure. Um, but he's never fallen out of favor like Tom did jumping on that couch. We Yeah. We got to go Hanks and Cruz here. Right, sorry, sorry. Like Cruz did, like jumping on the couch. <laughs> I can follow along, but it can oh, get yeah. confusing pretty I quick. Apologize, kid. Yeah, with with Cruz jumping on the couch, the stuff with Katie Holmes, the stuff with Nicole Kidman, 
you know, the Scientology he, stuff, as I mentioned. Those are yeah. problems he created for himself. Well, fair, but he's bounced back from them. And where yeah. many, and, not many people can. And so he has been savvy and intelligent. I mean, that, that less Grossman could have fallen on its face, but he made it work. And in making it work, he made people fall back in love with him. And that began the redemption process. So he's savvy. He's smart. He understands these franchises. This is where I need to be. And the fact that he made them work that script forever to get Top Gun Maverick right, then brought in McQuarrie shows that he's an intelligent guy who understands. Yeah. I, so, yeah. I don't necessarily fully agree with the argument that you're just made. I'm not saying you're wrong. Okay. Just yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. identify 100% with it, but I will hmm. add to at least my two cents to, to your side of the yeah. argument. It is a difficult task coming out and putting out a property going, I want to turn this into a series, which I mean, a, a franchise, which means this has to do a certain yeah. box yeah. office in order to fulfill yeah. the idea that, that myself, the production company, the studio, the producers, director, all on board had the same vision of turning this into a billion-dollar franchise. Right. That's fucking incredible pressure that Tom Hanks doesn't put himself in. Yeah, and I will give you that 100. Like they they choose different projects and have different uh, trajectories for what they want that project to to do by itself and sure. for future and other projects and, and other ideas that they have. Yeah, which is a difficult proposition. I mean, coming into it, the Herculean task of, yeah. hey, we need to turn this into half a billion dollars otherwise it's a failure for the vision that i have for it right that's a fucking that's a mountain yeah every time you, yeah that yeah. you're creating for yourself and yeah, yeah god bless him man he is trying no i mean i think because he has to like you have to he has to do this in order because he doesn't have like tom hanks these other things he can fall back on he is legitimately an actor out there on the fucking high wire where this is i mean yeah he could live off his money you could have Tom Cruise salad dressing. He could do the Paul Newman route if you wanted to, for sure, to stay a part of the way, conversation. Way to denigrate a man's charitable organization. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not denigrating. I'm just yeah, your so, tone. It's a way to stay in the public's consciousness, your name in the public's consciousness. Tom could do that, but Tom relies on being an actor. That is the number one thing. How he funds himself, how he stays alive, how he stays out here, how he works is being an actor. So you're right. What he looks at every time is, is this going to make a certain amount of money so I can make the next one and I can keep my status. Sure. And so I just, that's a Herculean task, as you said. Yeah. For, But for the iconic status, it's yeah. hard for me to, to. So, so Hanks are the roles that he's taken. Yeah. Whereas Cruise to me, I think you could recast in quite a few, like Mission Impossible to me is a generic action film that does does well at the box office. Right. But to me, it's not indelible. It doesn't leave any lasting impression. You could replace Tom uh, Cruise with any of the other 10 actors and get same, the same result to me. Wow. Whereas Top Gun to me is Tom Cruise. Right. And we'll see how the next edge of tomorrow and, and everything after that. But Mission Impossible has been his bread and butter for the past 15 years. Oh, totally. And yeah. to me, all those are just cookie cutter. Pretty much. Wow. You think uh, the Mission Impossible movies are cookie cutter movies? They're 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 cookie cutter action films. They're good, but I don't walk out of that going, "Holy shit, that was the best action film I've seen this year." <laughs> it doesn't. 
It's it only only the last one that I could walk out and go, hey, that fight in the bathroom, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> That's the first time I can recall walking out being impressed sweet. by the action yeah. in it. Because okay. otherwise it's just like, of course he's suction cup to the side of uh the first <laughs> right. It's like it's you know, him the preparation he puts into the stunts to me yeah. are better than the movies themselves. Wow. At, at least in everything up until the last one. That is a strong statement, bro. No, I, I find the behind the scenes of what he did to achieve those shots. Yeah. Infinitely better than the movies themselves. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So to me, they're not iconic and that's been his bread and butter for a decade and a half. Yeah. And we'd have to disagree. That's a different. I know. I know. I and I'm in lot. the minority there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The public votes against me by those things generating incredible box office. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, there you go. I think we had a fun conversation about this, Matt. We should wrap it up there. I'd be uh, curious, Fred Tastic. Where did you guys end up between you and your son? Yeah. Who's the more iconic between the two of you? Yeah. Uh, tell us. And Fred. then, yeah, yeah. Tell us. And then, if you don't like McConaughey, who's your substitute? Right. Good question. Who's That's what I'd like to know. Fred? Who's your substitute? Because boy, he is Austin to me. Yeah. So, I don't know what bigger person you're going to find that I associate with Austin in my brain. Yeah. Uh, but you know, your town better than I do. So <laughs> please let us know. Well said the bastion of liberalism in the heart of, of blue country. <laughs> Halo. Um, a red country or red country. I apologize. Yeah. Um, uh, hence the hat. It's pretty obvious at this point. <laughs> which, what color is what? <laughs> Um, all right, well, let's get out of here. We're past the 30 minute mark. Thank you so much to everybody. Thank you guys for sending in the, uh, the, the questions, Timothy Williams, fantastic. We appreciate it madly. Please keep sending them in laser. You're five. If you're a $5 and above patron, send in your questions, thoughts, and comments. Let us uh, have some fun uh, talking about some stuff. Send in your brackets, send in your suggestions for what you want us to talk about. We're always open to it. So send them in. And the special email is in the Patreon. These are one of the benefits you get of the Patreon. So if you think about it, send them in. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Uh, Matt, what else do we have to say? Uh, follow the show at Top 10 Show. I'll spell it out on Twitter and on Instagram and YouTube. It's forward slash the Top 10 Podcast with the number 10. And you can follow me anywhere at Matt Nost. You can follow me at The Roca Says. All right, y'all take care of yourselves. Be well. We'll talk to you next time with another brand new episode of Topic Thunder. Ooh.